Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, you're going to go ahead and uh, talk about my weekend because uh, I only care about myself. That's fine. Cool. I'll, I'll butt in there somewhere. You do that. I'll take care of all that. <laughs> Dude, um, so, you know, the company I work for, uh, we retreated to a company retreat. Right. To Asheville, North Carolina. It's at the Biltmore Estate. Nice. Like, on the grounds, dude, on the campus, on the compound. Oh, really? You ever been there? Okay. I have not. Dude, it's humongous. We talk about it on the regular, me and my wife, but we just never go. It's <laughs> huge. <laughs> but she wants to go around Christmas time. Yeah, that's what, um, like, everybody says. Like, it's really dope around that, that time. Yeah. That's where I feel like it's packed. And that's what they were saying, like. I think that's the other part of it. It's like, you want to go, but then there's a bunch of people there. Yeah. Like, I like people, I just don't like lines of people, you know what I mean? With, like, screaming kids and stuff like that, and (laughs) drunk elderly people, you know. There's nothing wrong with both of those. I just have, like, a limit. It's not for you, right? It's not for me, me. exactly. It's not for me. This was cool, though, man. This was um, late March. It was still a little chilly, literally windy. Uh, We stayed in one of the, you don't get to stay in the Biltmore Right, Vanderbilt right. house. That's for showing. That's basically like a museum at this point. Mm-hmm. But there's two hotels on campus. Uh, we stayed at the Village, which was really cool, man. Um, okay. Really dope hotel room. Had its own bar. Had its like own like bistro at the front. Uh, rooms were really nice. I really enjoyed it, man. Um, the best thing was just really just letting me, like me and my coworkers, kind of letting our hair down. Um, and just having a good time. Yeah. You know, work is always like uptight, you know, deadlines, Excel spreadsheets and stuff like that. Was there things going on or was it just, you were just there, y'all kind of did your thing? Yeah. So we were there. We did, we had two catered dinners, uh, both nights, which was cool. What? Uh, Thursday night, Friday night, we had catered dinners. 
we Friday at noon, we actually had tickets to tour the Biltmore house itself. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that mansion. Richie Rich was actually filmed there. Yeah. I did not realize that until this weekend. Oh, it, nobody right. told me there, but I Googled. I was like, dude, this had to have been in yeah. some movies, right? Yeah. And the first one that popped out was Richie Rich. So, yeah. Macaulay, cool, shout out to Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> um, no, nah, man. But, yeah, it was just really cool just hanging out with everybody, kind of getting to know everybody on a deeper level. Yeah. Um, the entire work crew, man, shout outs to everybody at CAM. Uh, but especially my dope brunch squad, y'all know who you were. We had a good time, <laughs> you know, boozy brunches, mimosas, yeah. uh, chicken and waffles. We had a good good time, guys. So yeah, I'm fantastic. What'd you do this weekend, brother? Uh, my weekend was not too eventful. Uh, you know, uh, band practice Friday night, Saturday, doing all the uh, the grown up stuff. Uh, you go to you go to Lowe's. Went to uh, Bed Bath Beyond. Got to uh, Lowe's, of course. Uh, <laughs> if it was ninety five, you would have went to Staples <laughs> as well. But you know, we're paperless. Friction. Uh, but Sunday was pretty relaxed day. Watched our movie and watched some other stuff. Uh, my Monday morning. This oh, morning. Oh, woke up to to a dead battery in my car. Leave the light on or something? No, it was, I think it was already kind of dying, and then the cold this morning just, it wouldn't crank all the way up. God, that's the worst feeling, bro. So, summer morning started. Uh, so, I got that taken care of, and then I had to go to Guitar Center, because I had to return a case for my bass I bought that had a broken latch on it. Rockstar problems, ladies so, and gentlemen. That's another thing that happened today, so. You can't have a broken latch, bro. No, I, I no, get it. I mean, you can't do it. It's hard to hire a base tech, you know, when yeah. you have a broken latch. You're not yeah. gonna carry your stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was my weekend. Uh, I do have one question for you. Cool, real quick. Did you go see Lost City this weekend? And uh, didn't invite me. Oh, shit. I'm just, I'm just asking. Uh, yeah, that. All right, I got the screenshot yeah, from kinda, your story on my phone. I'm yeah, just that kind of happened. Dude. <laughs> So it was spur of the moment. It was spur, it was really spur of the moment. Um, so like okay, so I got back uh, Saturday. Yeah, like um, I don't know, like midday. Right, I got back from Asheville. Also, let's keep Asheville weird. Love that place, man. A lot of collected people there. So yeah, man. So that was spur of the moment. So I got back from Biltmore Saturday, like right. midday. Like we woke up, did brunch, and we all went our separate ways. So. Came back <laughs> on the, the way back. My buddy Eddie um, texted me. He's like, "Yo, man, got an extra ticket to the soccer match um, here in Charlotte. You want to go?" I'm like, "Heck yeah, I want to go. Right. That sounds dope." It's my first MLS soccer match. Uh, football club Charlotte plays Cincinnati Football Club. We won two zero, bro. It was awesome. Pretty I awesome. Th- think I can literally sit there and watch soccer matches. They're actually fun, man. Mm-hmm. Like I was because like. My whole life, I'm I mean, like, soccer they, seems boring. They just go the whole time. They they don't stop. Yeah, it's just the whole time you're just moving. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how people do that. I don't have the stamina yeah, for Yeah, yeah. I mean, they I mean, just go. Even bro. in my prime, <laughs> like, when I had yeah. the body of a Greek god, right, you right. know what I mean, which was never, um, <laughs> I, I still couldn't do that, bro. Yeah. Uh, so definitely give it up for those guys. But it, it, it was fun, man. It was a quick match. Like I said, the 45 minutes goes by. Then you got the break and you got the other 45. Yeah. Um, definitely had a good time there, man. 
Also curious, did you start your uh, new girl rewatch yet? Oh, here's the problem. <laughs> here's the problem, man. Uh, it's, it's it's the Clyde Radio Hour. I'm you know he's just shooting me with a bunch of questions. Yeah. Bam, bam. <laughs> um, I, I did not, man, because I think I'm going to go in a different direction. Okay. Like I said, I haven't watched Witcher season two yet. Okay. I got to do that. Um, there's still um some Netflix show I have to watch that has like a, a season three or four. It's like the, the last season. Oh, 13 reasons why I got to finish that up. Right. Okay. Um, I also have to finish watching Dave because Atlanta's about to start on FX again. So I got, I got, there's a lot of things I got to binge watch. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of work to do. So like, let me fi- yeah, yeah. Like, or knock out li- these, these yeah, seasons. Th- that stuff, the uh, new girl can fill in somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But th- here's the thing that if I start new girl, like that's the only thing I'm going to watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to miss podcast episodes. Like I'm going to <laughs> like, I'm not talking about like our podcast, maybe, but <laughs> I'm talking about like, you know, my episodes that like, about other right. shows that I listen to and everything. You'll be like, yo, let's go to the movies. And I'm like, dude, I'm four hours in the new girl. I, yeah, can't, I can't stop right nowhere. now. So. <laughs> I gotta at least get to season one. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. We also got a uh, moon night coming up though. So that's going to put another oh, one. Damn so it. there's another one that you're going to have to. Super excited out. about that. Did you yeah. see him? Like my favorite like pick of him so far is like him in that suit mm-hmm. with the mask. He looks fire, dude. I don't know what that's about. I know nothing about Moon Knight. No, no, no. I mean, we'll figure it out. Hopefully. But, like, it looks so dope, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Awesome. Be- before we jump into this week's movie, man, um, we got to talk about the smack heard <laughs> around the world, right? We're, we're going to be, uh, you know, we're going to have our, our grandkids on our, on our knee, and they're going to be like, Daddy, will you tell us about the smack heard around <laughs> the world? <laughs> Granddad, grandpops, can you tell us? Oh, dude. The memes are so fire, too. The internet stays undefeated. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Al Gore, okay? (laughs) The internet stays undefeated because of you, buddy. (laughs) Dude, so, so like, I mean, put it in perspective, man. Um, Chris Rock has always been Chris Rock. Yeah. Chris Rock has always... He's been the guy who's been able to go on stage at any award show and talk shit about everybody. Right. He's poking fun. He doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But at the same exact time, he has definitely rubbed some people wrong. Yeah. And they just haven't reacted. Yeah. And that wasn't very tasteful. I don't feel like his his comment. It was not. It it was a joke, obviously. I don't think, you know, he's not. He was making a joke, yes. obviously, but it wasn't. It wasn't a good joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, did he deserve to get smacked across the face? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent not. No, no. <laughs> you know, it's it's a award show and they're joking, but I mean, well, wasn't there like a time? Right? Wasn't there like a time? Obviously, way before we were ever on this earth, that like that was the respectable thing to do. Like, if you're not gonna fight, like, yeah. If you're not going to shoot a guy or stab him with a lance or something of that nature, right? Slap him. Don't you just, like, walk up to him, you take your white glove off and just smack him? That's the equivalent of what Will Smith did, though. Right? Yeah, I mean, he... Yeah, it's hard to say, man. I mean... It, I'll put it like this. I don't know. I... That would be tough for me in my image 
yeah to to do something like that maybe he was just tired of the, maybe big willie was just tired of the damn yeah. joke he's been getting joked on his whole damn life yeah. <laughs> i mean you know he could have verbally assaulted him first and see how he acted no he did that he did the opposite yeah i know that's what i'm saying like, <laughs> yeah he didn't even like he just walked up i mean i wonder if chris was like okay this guy's going to come i don't know if he's going to come tell me something i'm not sure what's going to did he expect to get slapped in the face like did he see it at all before <laughs> it was, like, it? coming at his face? But, yo, people were like, yo, man, was – I saw one meme. It was like, um, you know, if that if Chris Rock was white, Will Smith would have never smacked him. And then there was this video of Will Smith smacking this reporter oh, yeah. for kissing him in the mouth yeah. on, like, some, like, some like European, like, tour or yeah, something. Yeah, but it was shit. like a soft smack, right? Yeah. He was just like – like just a quick little no, he check yourself. He checked him. Yeah, yeah. dude was like, so he must have hurt something. Popped him, but um, yeah. equal opportunity smacker is what Will Smith is. Okay, <laughs> it's it's so wrong that 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 happened, but yeah, man. funny. The memes are great. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's weird because like at first I was like, these are two of my heroes, man. Yeah, grew up loving and admiring these guys, two black actors, black, yeah, you know, comedy guys. Um, and to see some shit like that, man, I was sad. But then the memes start, kept on coming, man. I'm just like, I got to laugh at this, bro. I got to. Well, like, you, you don't know. I fell into the culture, bro. You know, they're, they're all, they've been going through some stuff. Uh, you know, their whole, their whole relationship being out there. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say, though, Chris took the slap like a man. Oh, 100%. He, I mean, he was just like. Will Smith just smacked me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What are you going to do yeah, at that yeah. point? You know what I mean? mean I don't, <laughs> he took I it like think, a G. Yeah, I don't know if he was like, okay, we just got to stop it right here. It's went too far. Yeah. You know, because he could have retaliated if he really wanted to. It wouldn't have been a good but, look for Chris, but yeah. Right. I mean, it wouldn't have been a good look for either. I mean, yeah. either was a real good look for, but. You know, I think he was just like he was shocked, or was just like, okay, I overstepped. Yeah, like it's probably he's like, okay, maybe, um, <laughs> okay, maybe that was a sign. Shit's finally <laughs> caught up to me after all these damn years. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, like he didn't have to say that. Like he just targeted her for no reason. It wasn't like he was on a rant about this, that, or the other. It was just like, oh. Yeah, and Jada, like talk about your head. And usually, it's always like you know, if you're going to make these comments, you're going to make these comments about people who are who are like up for a nomination, or yeah. you know, somebody who's in the pop culture zeitgeist right right now and stuff. Jada's been chilling. She doesn't do much, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's been chilling. Yeah. Like, leave her the hell alone. So whatever. Yeah, whatever, I mean, man. you could say say either way to that one. Yeah. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. In this week's episode, we are discussing the trailers for Where the Crawdads Sing, Cellar, and our Movie of the Week, Vertical Link. Alright man, um, let's just go ahead and hop into this brother. 
All right, man. <clears throat> Where the crawdads sing. Showed you this trailer this sure. morning. What are your thoughts, man? Talk to me. Um, kind of a, uh, I guess, a murder mystery situation. My favorite. <laughs> we see a lot of those. We see a lot of those. Uh, not necessarily like just because you like them, but there's a lot of them that come out. Just a lot. A dude. bunch of them coming out. There's more like coming up soon. Quantity over quality, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so uh, this girl, uh, she grows up in the marsh. Uh, I don't know 100% what that means. Like if she's literally just like just wild child in the marsh growing up, I don't know. Uh but it looks like she does get adopted or something. Uh, she falls in love. There's a body found that fell off like a uh, viewing tower or something. Uh, and the marsh girl gets blamed for it, I guess, because they were a thing there for a little bit. And they think that she killed this dude. Yeah. Um. And then there's a chase for her. They're looking for her. They want, they want to pin it all on her. And that's kind of where this trailer leads. Yeah, man. According to IMDb here, it says a woman who has raised herself in the moshes of the deep south becomes a suspect in the murder of a man she was once involved with. This has um, uh, homegirl Daisy Edgar Jones uh, playing the role of Kaya. You know, she was the lead in Fresh, that really amazing, disgusting movie with um, Sebastian Stan, man. Um, I saw this trailer for the first time yesterday. Before seeing the Lost City, um, let's not dwell on that much though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know, man. It looks like a murder mystery. It's a best-selling novel, really, really popular. I don't really get because, like, if they're pinning it after her and everything, and trying to, right? She's just kind of like hanging out in the city, like hanging out in the town or whatever, right? Like yeah. everybody sees her and stuff like that, and just like giving her ugly eyes. Like, is that the extent? <laughs> So I don't I don't know, yeah, man. That, um looks like they were giving her the ugly eyes after that, right? Yeah. Like she kinda is a part of <laughs> deal. Yeah, don't 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 mind the dog in the background, guys. Sorry. Um so it looks like she's just kind of part of the town and then I mean she just gets turned on because they think she killed some dude. Yeah, yeah. And there's, like, no question about it from anybody. It's like, that's who it is. We're like, if you know that's worth the trailer, if this book is so, you know, it's New York Times bestseller, widely regarded, all this good good stuff, that's a global phenomenon, (laughs) that's definitely a red herring from the start. You know what I mean? That's definitely, like, she didn't do it, but she has to figure out how to get her name cleared. It's like... You know, a Louisiana, a deep South Louisiana, the fugitive. I guess you know what I mean. I don't know. Where's Harrison Ford when you need him? Tommy Lee Jones. It's a mess. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, (laughs) Tommy Lee Jones. So, um, we'll post this on our socials. Let us know what you guys think. If you're excited about this movie, if you're not, um, yeah, just let us know. Always excited to hear from you guys. All right, man. The Cellar, Mm. uh, starring Alicia Cuthbear as. Kira Woods, uh, Kira Woods' daughter mysteriously vanishes in the cellar of their new house. She soon discovers there's an ancient and powerful entity controlling their home. What the hell is going on here, brother? <laughs> Talk to me. Uh, looks like uh, a door to another dimension. 
some kind of altar, and they're going to another dimension. Uh, yeah, it's whatever from there. I don't. You know, I, I know. it's it's a horror <laughs> it's a horror film, and so horror films gives you like horror trailers gives you just like a little bit. Yeah, and then everything else is just like jump scares and yeah. and eerie sounds and stuff like that, right? Oh yeah, and this trailer is just like that. Um, it's not really like tickling my fancy, not wetting my whistle to kind of <laughs> dive into this one yeah. at a movie theater. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it just was like a run of a mill, boring. There's going to be some demons or somebody possessed in the house, in the cellar. Yeah, I mean, Who knows? Who knows, man? But definitely doesn't look fun. Yeah, I don't have a, like this. I don't have a good vibe about this one at all. This is not even one of those ones that's like. Oh, it's on Netflix. Let me. Look. Yeah. It's still just like past. <laughs> I feel like that too. Yeah. You know, I like Alicia Cuthbert. She's actually like a great actress and has. Right. She's actually really good comedic timing. Yeah. Um, this just doesn't look that good. Please, if you think otherwise, let us know. We'll also post this on our socials, um, and we'll go from there, guys. All right, man, let's go ahead and jump into our movie of the week here. Sounds good. The 2000, <laughs> 22 years ago, um, America's American survival film, uh, Vertical Limit. A couple other films that was released in 2000. We have Unbreakable, Bedazzled, Memento, The Beach, The Perfect Storm, Castaway, mm. Boiler Room, and one of the best teen comedies of all time, Road Trip, obviously. <laughs> so, just amazing, so dude. <laughs> it was funny you said I actually watched that about two weekends ago. It's just so good, dude. Like, just Can't dumb. <laughs> don't make comedies like that anymore, man. <laughs> awesome. So, Vertical Limit is directed by the great Martin Campbell. This is written by uh, Robert King and Terry Hayes. We have a $75 million budget. Box office brought in two hundred fifteen point seven million, so that's awesome. Oh yeah. Starting in this one, we have Chris O'Donnell as Peter Garrett, Bill Paxton as Elliot Vaughn, Robin Tooney as Annie Garrett, Scott Glenn as Montgomery Wick, Isabella Skorupko as Monique Auburton. Okay. I like it. <laughs> we'll go with that one. Um, I can never pronounce this guy's name right. Uh, Tamura Morrison. I mean, I know you don't know who he is because you're not you're not a fan. You don't watch Boba Fett. Nah, so. I know who Tamura <laughs> is, bro. <laughs> I've seen Attack of the Clones, dude. Uh, <laughs> I've seen Aquaman. Come on, dude. He's a great New Zealand actor. <clears throat> Uh, Robert Taylor as uh, Skip Taylor, Stuart Wilson as Royce Garrett, uh, Nicholas Lee as Tom McLaren. Uh, got about five more here. Um, Alexander Sindig as Kareem Nazar, David Heyman as Frank Williams, Ben Mendelson as Malcolm Bench, Steve Lamarquand as Cyril Bench, and Rashawn Seth as. Colonel Amar Salim. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good stuff, brother. That's a long list. Yeah, this was a big cast, man. But um, 
you kind of you kind of figure out why as the movie yeah, continues, yeah, yeah. right? Um, go ahead and give us that quick synopsis so we can jump into yeah, these great man. characters. Uh, we got a brother and a sister who lose their father on a climbing trip. Uh, they separate for a few years after that incident, and they find themselves fighting for their lives once again as they battle the mountains' snowstorms. Just stupid. <laughs> Let's jump in here, man. Um, I don't. I know we talked about Infinite Storm last week, mm-hmm. and I said I don't like movies like this because they are not fun for me because I'll never be able to put myself in that scenario. Mm-hmm. But you know, as I was researching last week's pod and putting it together, um. I thought to myself after infinite after finding the transfer infinite storm, I did enjoy Vertical Limit. So let me test right. it. Let me test it. I haven't watched Vertical Limit since twenty two thousand. Yeah, I mean you you got a lot more than the one character arc in this movie. Yes, I feel that's probably why. And we're gonna dissect this to see if it still holds up in my mind. Because I'll okay. say this. Not spoiling anything for our pod this week, guys. Spoiling all of it. I'm gonna spoil all of it. Two thousand. I thought this was one of the best movies I ever watched in my life. Right. I'm 35 now, so things has changed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Let's start it with uh, Chris O'Donnell as yeah. Peter Garrett here. Um, he is the, you know, adult older brother. He's a rock climber. It looks yeah. like he's a photographer of the wild wilderness, um, stuff like that. He has tragedy with, uh, you know, cutting the rope with his dad at the beginning. Yeah. That's like the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah, bro. It was a pretty rough start. But like, not only was that the first five minutes of the movie, like you saw the dad's body just like oh, drop. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a test dummy, obviously, but still, it was still just like, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't quite expect. I didn't know where it was going to go. Yeah. Like, uh, I hadn't seen this movie before. By the oh, way. this is your first time? Yeah, it's my first okay. time. Okay, okay, good. Yeah. So, like, usually when that happens, when somebody falls to their death, you stay panned. The camera stays panned, and it was panned on Chris's face. Yeah. Even after he cut it. Oh, yeah. And then usually you just see, like, Chris's face, and it, like, goes to black, or he, like, closes his eyes or whatever, then it jumps right. to the ne- next scene. No, it did do all of that. Mm-hmm. And went to the next scene, but the next scene was his dad hitting the damn ground. I thought that was, I, I didn't think that was going to happen. <laughs> you don't usually see that, you right? You don't. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he just bounced off the ground. It was uh, pretty disturbing. Yeah, so Peter uh, doesn't climb anymore after this. Right. Um, he's just a photographer, keeps his ass on the ground. Smart man, right? He's, he's living with this trauma. Yeah. Um. He's basically our lead of the movie, and he's the one who has to then turn around and go, after when he connects with his sister, go save his sister and everybody else who who is trapped. Right. And he brings a, a ragtag group of uh, people together to go ahead and find them and, and yeah. save them and stuff. Yeah. So he's basically the, the lead man. As much as I don't like Chris O'Donnell and the Batman movies, <laughs> He actually works here. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, yeah, he didn't get a good good slice of the Batman franchise off that, did he? Was, nah, uh, dude, was not good. No bat nipples, bro. Yeah, no bat nipples in this movie. Okay, so that was Just, good. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh man. But he he explores, you know, getting over his his fear yeah. of of climbing again, obviously with his sister at risk. He becomes the leader that his father knew that he can be. Right? And um he's a really cool guy to like watch, man. Yeah. Like he had like the short hair in the beginning, and the hair is longer. He literally is like like that mountain climbing yeah. <laughs> type of dude, man. Like he right. fits into the role perfectly, and I really enjoyed it. So, dude, let's jump over here to uh, Elliot Vaughn, played by the great late Bill Paxton. Talk to me, brother. Oh uh, yeah, he was a kind of an interesting, like good slash bad guy. Yeah. Um, which he kind of plays that a lot, and that he's just the personality, like the way he can deliver everything, and like you know he's dropping the lines, but like you can tell he's lying. Yeah, but it's still like okay, I, I kind of believe him anyway. <laughs> like, like, like Bill Paxton like has this way about him when he acts right and yeah. when he has to lie on yeah. camera. Like that's the role where like. He says it, and it's so cool, yeah. and it's so, like, Texas, yeah. you know. It's so, like, oh, you got to trust this guy. He's just a good old southern Texas yeah. gentleman. Yeah. But then the camera just kind of, like, pans on him, and that smile just, like, yeah. sm- very slowly just goes away, and it gets, like, sinister, and I'm like, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah he does that a lot. Yeah, you're he's so good at it, yeah. though, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's uh, basically rich guys, a bunch of people. Going up here for this big event, he wants to get to the top of a mountain and then have a plane fly over, something for a big PR stunt. Yeah, it it's was, what, it's it was whatever. Stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, <laughs> just the reason to climb up the mountain at, at this point in the movie. Uh, yeah, so he's making it through, and at, at a certain point, he turns to the bad guy, right? He turns into the... I don't care about everybody else's lives. We are going to go through here. We're going to get to the top of this mountain. Yeah. Even though I know this is probably the most dangerous time to do it. Just the worst. And that's where he turns a bad guy. And then when they're trapped and going through all that mess, he's looking out for number one. So Numero uno, man. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he has a way with words, man, in this movie. Where he'll make you feel like shit. <laughs> like, he basically yeah. tells, like, the guy he's who's, just, like, the the lead, right? He's just like, yo, man, yeah, that Skip guy, I wouldn't trust him. Yeah. He was jockeying f- for your role to be the, the lead on this yeah, the entire time. The guy, the guy was like, oh, really? Okay, well, we're definitely going to finish this. Right? <laughs> and you know, it's funny, like, whenever I see him... Uh, in these old, in these a little bit older movies, I always think of him too, like when he was in uh, on Agents of Shield. Yeah, because he played that same role, uh, where he was the 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 good guy, but secretly the bad guy, and he lands the lines the same way. And it's like you know you don't want to fall into as as an actor. Not that I'm an actor at all, but. Yeah. Um, just knowing a lot about them. You don't want to get typecasted, right? Yeah. And that's a big thing where you want to explore and do other things. Uh, Bill Paxton, for what it's worth, like, I'm not going to call it typecasting because the character is always different or whatever, but the underline is like, yo, we hired you because of this, because you have these skills. And he's good. He's so good at it. And you're so good at this, bro. Kind of like, 
delivering the lines to where it's really mind manipulation. Yeah. And he does it so well. Because he does it with a smile. Come on, bro. Yeah. You know, exactly. hey, man, dude. Yeah, a, little pat, a little pat on the shoulder. <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> All right, listeners. We're going to take a quick break. Yo, JV, um, why do we never talk about sports movies, man? I don't know, man. Is uh, now a good time as any? Uh, what do you got to say? All right, check this. I mean, look, what type of movie podcast would you be if we didn't talk about the very best in sports movies, man? All okay. right, there's, there's Rush, the racing movie, not the amazing band, but I wouldn't mind a little Neil Peart all in you. Right, okay? right. Then there's Moneyball, you know, with the amazing, good-looking Brad Pitt. Um, the sports drama about putting together a fire baseball team with as little money as possible, right? Fantastic cast, fantastic script. It's just a great movie. Yeah. Also has uh, Chris Pat as a baseball player. And, of course, there's Samuel L. Jackson and Coach Carter. Yeah. You know, he's just dropping F-bombs for, like, two hours on Chad and Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But I, di- I digress, right. man. Uh, what are some of your favorites? Well, uh, Ed is one of them. Fire. The baseball playing monkey, right? <laughs> uh, Space Jam was that's, a good one. That's a good one as well. <laughs> uh, Seabiscuit. <laughs> uh, Toby McGuire. Yeah, exactly. Spider-Man <laughs> in that one. Uh, and obviously all of the Air Buds. Obviously Air <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Well, there's always one more I want to talk about, man. Yeah. It's my favorite one. I want to talk about the magic that is Remember the Titans. Oh, yes. yes uh, one part football movie, one part end of school segregation error mm-hmm. type movie, two parts Denzel Washington, and like nine parts awesome. <laughs> okay? Yes. yes. It's just a fantastic film, film, man, with the amazing ensemble cast that includes Will Patton, Wood Harris, Donald Faison, Ethan Subley, Nicole Ari Parker, and a very young and at times horrible DB, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, thank you. I mean, dude was such a liability at cornerback, okay? <laughs> the entire time. He really was, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, is that off your chest now? I feel good, man. Okay. Yeah, thanks, okay. thanks for asking. Yeah, no problem, man. Appreciate you letting us, letting us hear that. Uh, you guys know the socials, though. Uh, you can hit us up and let us know about your favorite sports movies and maybe a few that we need to talk about as well. Oh, yeah. All right, um, <clears throat> Peter's sister, uh, Robin Tunney as Annie Garrett. She is the world-class, uh, you know, she was, in the beginning of the movie, she was also up there on the mountain with her dad and brother, yep. and yep. because Peter had to cut the cord, and his dad dropped, saved the lives of his sister. Yeah. Uh, she continued to climb after that, right? right. She, as... Peter walked away from it and he decided that I'm going to keep continue doing it. Right. right. And I'm going to be the best at it. And I'm going to climb this mountain and this mountain and be a part of the best like climbing expeditions. Yeah. Um, and she's doing it as an honor to her father. I appreciate cool, that, right? man. Um, and that's, what's really kind of, kind of interesting about this script and how people who have gone through the same traumatic experience and how they kind of look inside and how they're going to deal with that trauma yeah. at the same exact time. And so there's a little exploration of character development there. And I thoroughly enjoyed, um, but at the same exact time, she's kind of bullish as well, man. And kind of hard headed. Yeah. Brothers like, dude, smart move. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a, that's a kind of a point, uh, kind of a part of the story that I'd, 
didn't like yeah. was like she's supposed to be an expert and know how to read everything and this, that, or the other. And they still pushed her to be basically the one who made a bad decision. Yeah. She was ahead of everybody and standing in the storm, like about to die, just standing there and not wanting to go. But I didn't, I didn't like that about her character story. Um, on top of like, but, on top of like, um, magazine covers and stuff like that yeah. about how great of a, uh, you know, climber she is. Yeah. And just dumb decision after dumb decision. Well, you know, man. once they, they get in their situation where they fall through the thing, you know, that could have happened at any time. Like, yeah. Like even if it was like just good weather and they were walking and she felt, that would have made more sense than kind of what they did to the character. Yeah. Just let's keep on going up here. No matter how yeah. bad the weather yeah, is. Or, <laughs> yeah. Like already like, the, her face was frosting and all that stuff, and they were like, we're going to keep going forward. We can make it. <laughs> yes. Didn't like that. All right, dude. Um, Scott Glenn is Montgomery Wick. This guy. Talk to me, brother. Uh, he was basically the kind of the crazy old-timer on the side of the mountain from the way they kind of all looked at him in the camp. Yeah. Um, which, but that, that also made him the best climber in the area as well. Mm -hmm. So he was their guide. He was, uh, well for the rescue mission, you know, but he told him to don't go. Weather's coming back around. Don't go. <laughs> just, just let y'all know, yeah, bro. This yeah, is just, all bad. Yeah. Everybody said, don't go. This man, I got no toes. I would trust this yeah. guy. Okay. <laughs> He's been here long enough. <laughs> he lost his toes. Yeah. Uh, so apparently he's been searching around uh, with the find of the wife's body, right? So he knows the mountain, and he's the one that leads him to through the rescue. And he apparently had some uh, bad blood with Elliot Baum. Yeah, which was some good character development, which was like out of, out of left field. Yeah, you you see them banter back and forth at that barbecue party, you know, yeah. and everything, but you just think he's just the crazy old old guy who just, <laughs> just is like, yo, stay off the mountain, bro. It's not safe. Just creepy at the shadows. Like exactly. he's, he's been watching them all night, just waiting. Because he disappeared, right? right? <laughs> he disappeared too. Elliot was just like looking around like. He's like tucked behind a barrel. Like, <laughs> like, uh, Dude, I can still see you, bro. Yeah, what, are you, what are you doing? It's like, um. <laughs> Those Batman videos, I forget to send you a link to that. You got to send me where, that, yeah. Where he, like, is trying to get away real fast, and you can see him running <laughs> off in the corner. It's so good. Uh, but, yeah, either way, it's uh, he's a big part of the story. Yeah. And pretty good part of the story, I thought. Yeah, man, he's definitely, like, a no-nonsense type of guy. Yeah. Um, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it my, my way for this rescue mission. They don't do it his way at all. I'm... Voting that we don't go at all, but because we are going to go, this is what we're going to do. And they don't listen to him, obviously. Yeah, they, they don't go, go his way at all from the get-go. <laughs> all right. Kind of a weird character here. Um, not my favorite at all. We have uh, Isabella Scorpico as Monique Aubertine. Just super weird name all, all across the board. Her, her, her real name and then her uh, movie name. Uh, but she's the nurse who decides to go up on the mission with them uh, for the rescue. And I, I really don't get, yeah, she's just another character, but yeah. I really don't get like 
Why? Because I was thinking, like, she was going to be a love interest like Peter. I was thinking the same thing. Like, like when they first see each other, it's like yeah. love at It's like Romeo and Juliet, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a West Side Story, like love at first sight, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I was thinking. But, I'm, but at the same weird. exact time, it's just like, I'm not falling in love with anybody on, 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 like, on a K2 mountain, okay? Like, right, it's not right. happening. Well, they, Well, they met before the rescue. They met when he first got to the bottom of the mountain yeah, yeah. to see his Before sister. Before everything went to went bad. But, I mean, the man's been in a little shack for we don't know how long <laughs> with another dude just <laughs> photographing cats and stuff up there. But even, at the, even at the end, there was a moment, you know, uh, after, the, you know, at the end of the movie where they were face-to-face. They just smile at each other. Yeah, yeah. They just smile at each other like this close, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the credits drop. And the, the credits drop. It was just like, okay, yeah, not even like a hug or a smooch or something. You you just basically survive well, they, this. They kiss at the end. They kiss at the end. Yeah, that's how much I didn't care right there. Right, they, they did kiss. They kiss like as is. You know, they're trying to keep his sister alive in the little tent. <laughs> you know, they're over there kissing and stuff. It's like, hey, don't worry about me over here, bro. Yeah, you yeah I'm just trying to breathe. <laughs> just you know, make sure I have drop my oxygen, but it's cool, guys. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you please like please get off my tank at yeah, least? Yeah, yeah. You're stepping on my oxygen hose. Are y'all really gonna do this yeah. right here in front of me? Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure they kissed right there. Hey man, I'm gonna take your word but, for it, brother. But yeah, it's like why is this the character at the end of the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but it's whatever. <clears throat> All right, man. Just uh. Real quick, let's jump to your boy, uh, Tamara Morrison, <laughs> who, you know, as Major Rasul. I was like, what What army? Is it like the Pakistan army or something? Um, I think so. I think so, right? Yeah, yeah. So there, There's some kind of line there that they're like just firing cannons at for some reason. Just wild. I didn't really catch, like you said, what, what was what. Who was fighting who or whatever that was. <laughs> but, but this dude is yeah, just... He's the one who, like, basically just kind of... He flies the, helicopter. the the chopper, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and gets Peter to wherever yeah. the hell he needs to and go. And he's just... Whenever you see this guy, he's just, like... You can't help but recognize his voice. Yeah. Even if you don't know, like, his face. As soon as he starts talking, you're like... Yeah, That's Master Chief. <laughs> That's not Master <laughs> Chief, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but he he was a, a key key part. I mean, everybody was key at some point in yeah. the movie, which is why the cast is so long. Uh, but he didn't care, man. He he flew his copter as high as it could go. Yo, bro, he we gonna, we're gonna do all. this. Uh, I mean, we're three minutes into this. Uh, we're three minutes into this rescue attempt, and um, yeah, we're screwed. But yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it a shot, anyways. <laughs> Come on. What about, what, about, what about your your girl there in the, the helicopter blades? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right? Talk about some action yeah. right there. She's like, like, how do you, like, face that? Like, what what do you do? Um, I guess you just, because all she did was scream, so I guess that's what you do. You got to scream. You got to scream. But if it was like me, right? Like yeah. if I was in her shoes, like if I w- if it was Clyde Smith there, one that'll never happen. Yeah. If 
if I'm at the bottom of this mountain, I would never be there, okay? Yeah, yeah. But let's just say, like, I'm at the bottom of the mountain chilling with the yeah. barbecue, drinking, having a good time. And they were like, yo, we need some, like, people to go on this rescue expedition. Yeah. I'm going to be like, I'm good, fam. Yeah, I'm Don't good. Even look, look over here. I got bro. your burgers, though. I'll, yeah, get, I'll pack yo, out some lunches. Bruh. I'll get your lunches coming up. Get right some now. Lunchables right now, bruh. Get y'all some bag lunches to head up the mountain. <laughs> Anybody want a snack pack in there? <laughs> <laughs> that would be me, man. But like, yeah. I would if I was in her shoes at that point. That's it for me. I'm done. Yeah. Yo, guys, I I I tried. Yeah. Cause, cause <laughs> she does get clipped. Well, she doesn't get cut. I think it was like, like her, her jacket. Yeah. And. But like, how do you not get away? I guess is the question. Like, where are you gonna go? I mean. Somewhere, are you the if the blade is like here, and you're against, if the blade is like here, and you're against the back of like of a mountain, the mountain is at your back, right? Are you? I mean, if you duck you down, know, like you know, just you can't duck, duck under the blades. Okay, hey man. Um, good luck. Just, okay, I didn't just, know you were you know, so just, nimble. Fetal <laughs> <laughs> fetal position. Just get down. Pick up your face. I don't know, yeah, man. I just, just but, but it was questions. like, but it was it was really intense. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, it was just so much mayhem. Like that three minutes scene. into this, we're three minutes into this rescue attempt, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't even like get footing anywhere, and it's just a disaster. Ain't nobody taking a sip of water yeah. yet, bro. <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, crazy. We'll, we'll jump real quick here. Uh, Skip Taylor was cool, man. Yeah, he was the, the OG triple OG guy. Oh, yeah. uh, he did not go on the expedition, though, right? No, he did go on the expedition. He stayed on the radio. Well, he was on the radio. See, this is how much I didn't pay attention this time. This this is a forewarning on, on my uh, review at the end, guys. Well, these these guys <laughs> aren't like. Key characters, They're not key characters, so, and that's what's tough when you do a big ensemble cast. Like, you know who did it right? You ready for this? The Oceans movies, okay? Mm-hmm. Big ensemble cast. You can basically everybody has a through line. Yeah, right. Well, just like when you get to, um, if it wasn't for like Ben Ben Mendelsohn, I wouldn't know which one Malcolm or which one Cyril. Yeah, you know, because they weren't, they they didn't have a lot of good. There was no way to really separate group, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah their own good thing because they kind of did the same thing, so it's kind of hard to remember that. And that's, I understand that with Skip too, but I mean, he was, he was on the radio. He was basically like Peter's sidekick, uh, Peter's Peter's guy in the chair. Basically. Peter's guy in the chair. <laughs> The guy in the yeah, chair. Yep. All right, dude. Um, you know, like I said, there's some other people in this movie yeah. that are really cool, but <clears throat> basically, it's the first mission to the you know mountain. The second one's a, a rescue attempt. So you have like two sets of people. Uh, a lot of people die in this movie on this mountain, bro. Make that known ASAP. You know what I mean? A lot of people are not going to make it down the mountain. I also love it at the end where. You know, he, he does end up rescuing his sister. Yes. How the hell did he get off that mountain, bro? 
She has like epoxy, right? She's like, <laughs> right? She's like dying. Uh, Does the I chopper mean, magically work now? We're, we're good. <laughs> well, I, I think. I mean, that's the only. We don't really know. I mean, all we know is that plot holes, some, ladies and gentlemen, plot holes. Yeah, I mean, it was camera flash to the next scene, and that was it. And we were, we were in a tent. She was in this amazing tent, state of the art. Yeah. All right, dude. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the look and feel of, of this movie, man. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it was a snowy mountain. A lot of, a lot of snow storms. I will say this: you're, you're it was, right. It was, I mean, it was a gorgeous. When they're flying over. Yeah, and they're that flying was cool. over everything in the helicopter. Uh, that was gorgeous. Uh, the mountains, beautiful. But I mean, that's that's where it's at. I mean, it's a mountain and snowstorms. Like there is nothing. Like snow is just pretty to look at, mm-hmm. right? Never to be in, and not even seeing people <laughs> in it is not attractive. Like, even like okay, yeah. one of my favorite snow movies of all time is Snow Day. Let's just you know. Just a fantastic Nickelodeon movie. Um, <laughs> dude, it was so awesome. Even I wouldn't want to be in that. Yeah, it's a hassle. I don't like being in snow or the it's thought. A hassle, man. Even the thought of me being in snow. Like I gotta put snow boots on, bro. And then you gotta like really want to walk through it. Like you're not just strolling. <laughs> you're not it's skipping work. <laughs> right? Why is my knees up to my chest yeah, right yeah. now trying to get through this? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, especially like like around here when it snows, it's just a mess. Yeah, it's just not. At least up there, I guess it doesn't melt as much, but yeah, it still got to like. stays fluffy, I guess. Still got to like want to be in it. It's not, you just can't. But these cats are like, there's a party at the bottom of this mountain, bro, in the snow. <laughs> yeah. They're intense on the ground in the just, snow. Just rocks and stuff everywhere. Just rocks all over the ground. I... <clears throat> <laughs> it it the cool thing about this movie it like it brings you into a world if you don't know that this is like what people do yeah you know this movie explains it to you right it explains it to you through a lot of just visuals yeah yeah man people are you know a lot of people are going to climb this map not as high as other people but they're going to be yeah some because like everybody down there is a lot like climbers and stuff like that right or yeah like they, climbing groupies yeah and they take people climbing as well that want to come check the mountain out um but this was like like they were talking about like above and beyond like yeah they it was like 40 people there but they weren't all climbing either yeah they were just there kind of for the party having a good Um, time yeah yeah but yeah Uh, like i said other than them uh the helicopter rides and seeing kind of the mountains and all the snow caps and stuff like that other than that man i mean it was just a Snow and snowstorm. Yeah. Yeah, not my, not really my cup of tea. Beautiful, but not my cup of right, tea, right. tea, man. Um, just want to point out here that even the, the music was not, was not fun in this movie, right? <laughs> um, you know, there was tension and the music tried to like play onto that. Yeah. But it almost was like this, right? And I think this is the reason why the storm 
was like so loud it almost drowned out like the music at yeah. times, right? Did you did you get get that feeling? Because like because like let me let me ask you this like th- we don't review we don't watch movies together unless we're in the, the theater. Yeah. But you know you were at your home, I, I was over here. Um, we do do you look for that? Do you, do you, are you searching for like how the music is? Not particularly, yeah, unless um, it like jumps out on you, right? Right, right. If it's if it's a good scene, yeah. and, and it's there, and you can hear it, and it's uh, working. That's I think uh, that's a good word. Yeah, you usually can can kind of listen. Uh, if there's a big dialogue scene, usually the music's behind it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with this one with like the helicopter and the snowstorms. And just like the crunching of the, the crunching snow is, <laughs> yeah, there really wasn't any music to like do anything with. Yeah, it was just there. Yeah, just to not, fill some fill some gaps. Not fun at all there. So, all right, man. Um, j- just a quick theme here. Face your fears, man. Nice. I think that's what it is for Peter. Right, he was right. extremely afraid to go back on the mountain, and yeah. you know, have to kind of face that again. But he has no choice because it's his sister, and you know, he's obviously made like a a, a quiet promise to you know take care of her, yeah, you know, no matter what. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that really wraps it up, man. Otherwise. His ass wouldn't have went up there. Like if it was if, yeah. if if his sister stayed there and that happened, he'd be like, "Nah, I'm good. We we good, right? right. The, the Garrets are si- good." Yeah, I was say, if his sister wasn't in the in the mess, he'd have been like, "All right, look inside. Yeah, <laughs> is that helicopter ready? All oh, right, let's get out of here. There. Uh, Boba Fett, you ready to roll, yeah. bro? Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I agree, man. And and another thing to that too was like. Him just trying to do, you know, reconcile with his sister. Yeah. Um, They were both holding in a lot and just never let it out. Never talked about it. You know, sometimes you just got to let it out, man. Yeah. Like Will Smith smacked the shit out of uh, Chris (laughs) Rock. (laughs) You got to let it out sometimes. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. I just, there was so many memes today. Like, I didn't even have to see it like I, I watched the video but before it it was just memes all morning it's fantastic yo man big willie's tired of getting picked on bro he's been trying to tell y'all he's been trying to tell y'all bro how about don't listen <laughs> oh man wicked a while wicked a while yeah. <laughs> all right man um before we wrap this oh, up yeah. brother we did have the great Ben Mendelsohn in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know Ben Mendelsohn, he is a fantastic Australian actor. I love this guy. Okay. Just a few things about him. Not even his. We'll talk about him in this movie, but just him himself, bro. Um, He's just been awesome over the years. Dude. Yeah. Like, obviously, right here in Vertical Limit. Um, he was in the Dark Knight Rises. He was in the Place Beyond the Pines, right? Um, Exodus Gods and Kings, Mississippi Grind, fantastic in that movie. Actually, okay. 
Uh, he was in Rogue One. Oh. The villain in Rogue One. Remember at the end? Ooh. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. He was dope in that, bro. Um, he was the villain in Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the villain in Robin. And he's a good villain, guys. Yeah, right? I mean, he does his thing. <laughs> Um, he was he was Talos in Captain Marvel. He was also Talos in Far From Home, yeah. Spider Man, right? Yeah. Um, Spies in Disguise. He was in that movie. He was in Siriano. Uh, dude is up there as like he's getting there as one of my favorite actors, bro. Mm-hmm. He was fantastic, bro. He was also in this show. If you've never seen this show before, you have to definitely watch it. It's on HBO Max called The Outsider. Mm-hmm. He's the lead. He's a detective. Such a good show, bro. <laughs> Love this guy. I want him to do everything. Yeah, yeah. Just fantastic, <laughs> bro. But no, him in this, like, it's a young, humble beginning of Ben Mendelsohn and, like, America, right? He's been doing things for years, mm-hmm. decades, right? As far as in Australia and other places. But here in America, Vertical Limit was one of his first, like, big movies. Um, and he kicked his ass. You know, he was yeah. the the brother. He was like one one half of the the bench boys, yeah. and they were like alcoholics, but also <laughs> yeah. climbers, and they were just here for a good time, right? Yeah. And I think that's what the coolest thing was um, about him. Man, we need more Ben Mendelsohn. Okay, gotcha. Mike. After this pod, I might turn around and watch Ready Player One again. You know, what I mean? he's just so Wrong good at it. All right, team. So that is our conversation about Vertical Limit. Javi, first time watching it, correct? First time. All right, man. Talk to me. Uh, you know, it was a partially beautiful movie, yeah. like we said. Um, there was a lot going on. So much going on. Yes. Um, you know, I... I I enjoyed this movie from the beginning up until around when, like, Elliot Vaughn was convincing everybody not to go down the mountain. Yeah. And then from there to around, like, right before they rescued her. It's a different movie. It's It just was, like, all over the place. Yeah. Um, and then, like, from that part to the end, uh, you know, it's fine. So, it was, like, it was like a section of the movie where... It was just so much going on. It just was like, all right. And they're blowing stuff up with chemicals and people are, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you're you're right. So, like, for 45 minutes, right, in that movie, you don't really have a grasp on what's going on because so much is going on. Yeah, yeah. And the camera keeps panning, just going, okay, we're with this team, we're with this duo, okay. Yeah. Something's going on over here. What's going on with his wife? Is you know is he gonna find her? What's going on? Is he gonna kill uh, Elliot? Like what's going on? <laughs> and you just like have so much happening. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> people are just dropping. Just um, yeah, man. I mean, the story itself was okay. It was towards the end. I feel like it kind of got a little. It, it did the thing where it's like. The big circle, right? Yeah. Like, everything comes back to kind of the beginning scene. Just felt like it was just a little weak there. Like, that ending could have been so much, so much more badass than it was. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
but I'm gonna give this one a two out of five. Okay. Okay. For this week. I hear you, man. I hear you. What about you about that ending. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna start there. Um, I didn't want to see the same exact thing that we saw in the beginning. I wanted to see something different because it almost was like at that point, your story is saving your sister. Yeah. Um, the other guy is like, you know, his beef with Elliot for like what happened with his wife on that expedition and everything. Yeah. And you kind of convoluted the two together. I think that's where like the 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 confusion kind of comes into play. Where like not just like n- not that we were confused, like we saw what happened, but like yeah, yeah. Why as a writer, right? Why would you put those three lines together? You're basically just like, all right, we have like five more minutes. Let's just go ahead and wrap up both of these, right? Yeah, like, yeah <laughs> and that's exactly. It was like you could have ran with either storyline. Yeah, it's like two completely different storylines almost. Uh, but even that being said, I mean, the way it was ended, it's just like, it was just too predictable. Like, yeah. That's what was going to come back around. Uh, but yeah. at the shrimp of, no, <laughs> totally, totally ag- agree, man. Uh, on the shrimp of, uh, Chris O'Donnell's performance, um, on the shrimp of how just fun, uh, Ben Mendelsohn was in this movie. Um, and, and you're right. This is a very beautiful movie, um, taking me to a place in a culture that I've never experienced before. Right. I've never, yeah. I don't, I'm not a climber. Right. Right. I'm never going to be a, a, a snow climber on a mountain <laughs> or whatever. Um, that was cool. So yeah. with, with all of that, man, this one gets three buckets of popcorn for me. <clears throat> if you would ask me before I watched it yesterday, this was like a four five bucket movie, bro. Right? But like I didn't I guess because I have seen so many more movies since since then, um what kills me is what you stated, that forty five, fifty minutes where just it's just chaos. Yeah. Right? Oh snap, we have to get the uh nitro why do we have nitro on our backs for one? Okay. That's just, dang, just, dangerous. just dangerous. It's not good. The whole thing's bad. <laughs> Whose idea? Yeah. Damn it, skip. <laughs> but yeah. You know, oh, it reacts to the sun. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> get it out of the damn sun. Yeah, it gets, gets hot. It's a chemical. It's not going to be good. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, the characters and the actors were awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's that, that storyline broke it up for me. <laughs> Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Vertical Learning. Next week, we will be talking about The Snowman. And that's streaming on HBO Max. I am Clyde Smith, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.